Hello, welcome to Strange Love of Movies. My name is Olivia Martinez, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Oscar and Emily Martinez. And today we're going to be discussing Dolores Claiborne, which is another Stephen King film adaptation starring Kathy Bates. Mom, do you want to explain why we're doing Dolores Claiborne right after Misery? Yes, just a week or so ago, we watched and and did a podcast about Misery and talked about how great Kathy Bates was in that movie. Well, apparently Stephen King also was very inspired by her performance and very impressed. And the story is that he wrote a book specifically with Kathy Bates in mind as the as the main character. So basically Dolores Claiborne came about because Stephen King wanted to see another Kathy Bates performance. If that's true, that is the craziest, and I, I don't know, I'd be so honored as an actor, but Kathy Bates does excellently in this film, and besides Kathy Bates, man, this cast is, oh my gosh, it's star-studded. Jennifer Jason Leigh plays Kathy Bates' kind of annoyed moody daughter who's like 27 so she should be past being moody but then you kind of find out why she has so many issues and you're like okay and then the worst father one of the worst fathers in cinematic history is played by david strathern who is a strange love fave he's a great actor and then we got john c Riley randomly in this movie and christopher Plummer, who looks so old in parts. He actually looks older than he was at the time. <laughs> and then he looks so young in other parts, so it makes sense, but I don't know how they aged this man like they did. And then Eric Bergosian and Judy Parfit are in it. And Judy Parfit, man, that performance is one of not, if not the best performance in the movie. She kills it. She's clearly a theatrically trained actor because some of the stuff she was doing, I was telling mom, I'm like, oh, she's going for that Tony, even though it's a movie. Yeah, she offered a terrific performance, and her, as the employer of Dolores Claiborne, she is kind of, the whole plot in some ways centers around her, and um, she's a villain to some extent, but it's a little bit more complicated than that as the plot unfolds. Yes, Vera plays a crucial role as her employer. The very first scene, she's in it, something happens. You think you know, you have all the answers, and there's going to be a trial, and Kathy Bates is on the hook on a murder charge. And Kathy Bates plays Dolores Claiborne, and yeah, the first scene of this movie is fairly dramatic, and you really think, oh man, this lady is a bad lady, because it shows her, or what you think is her pushing Vera, her employer, down the stairs, this elderly woman, then she gets a, what is it called? A Rolling pen. And then she gets a rolling pin to, I guess, do her in and finish her. And you see Vera, the elderly lady, saying, like, Dolores, please, please. And, and then the, a mailman walks in. Bad timing. So it's one of those movies that's billed as a thriller. And yet, really, is after that first scene, you basically have the feeling that you know everything about this woman and everything about this case. And so... When her daughter, her kind of sullen reporter daughter, shows up to try to help her mom out, you figure, oh, I don't know that this mom is worth helping out. And to add to the problems, Dolores is not a very likable person. She's very grumpy and outspoken, and um, it's really hard to have much sympathy for. Well, especially coming on the heels, we saw this directly after Misery, so, heck yeah, Kathy Bates is guilty. Of course she's guilty. She's basically the same character from, 
from that show where she was, you know, keeping the writer and listen to that podcast. With some bad words added to her vocabulary. Yes, exactly. Because the yes. misery yeah, she, she didn't never curse in misery. Yes, yeah. that's right. But I mean, Dolores does have some pretty good comebacks and jokes because the entire town in this tiny little island town off of Maine, is that what we're thinking it is? Yes. yes. It, first of all, looks freezing, but it is beautiful, but freezing. And everyone in this town thinks she's guilty of a past crime. So people are just constantly verbally abusing her on the streets. I don't know if that would actually happen. I mean, these kids are saying the meanest things to this lady. And you just wonder why this woman stayed around this town all that time. Literally. But this crime is that basically the whole town, including Christopher Plummer, who is the lead detective, believe that Dolores Claiborne killed her husband because he mysteriously died and there's more to it than that. And yeah, that's a really interesting aspect of this movie, the well, flashbacks. Including her daughter. Her daughter thought the same thing. And you think, oh, well, that's why she's so moody and just so resentful of this mother. And she has this cosmopolitan life, and but is all strung out on a variety of diet pills and all sorts of, all sorts of things that she's got going on. But again, there's enough twists. It's so funny because the, the title, Dolores Claiborne, I mean, that doesn't sound very dramatic, doesn't sound like a thriller, doesn't sound very interesting, but it's worth a watch for sure. I mean, she's so good. Kathy Bates had a, had a such a handle on that character, just this tough woman who's had to get everything on her own and really uh, do what she can to protect her family, mm-hmm. to protect her daughter. That's the thing. You kind of gradually, yeah, start to like her and you don't know exactly why. There's just something about her that seems, um, I don't know, honest. I mean, you just kind of think, okay, this woman is is pretty straightforward. So when she says she's not guilty of these murders, you kind of think, well, she's the type of person who'd tell you if she was, or that's the impression I got. So you start to kind of come around a little bit to her. And then also as the stories unfold in flashback um, about what happened in her husband's case and um, with her employer, ultimately, then you, you start, things get a lot more complicated. We don't want to give anything totally away, but um, basically, she's she's put up with a lot yeah. and is not as um, maybe selfish as you might think she is. Well, and also, we, we mentioned Christopher Plummer earlier, Captain Von Trapp. You know, <laughs> we kept singing Edelweiss, Edelweiss whenever he came out. But he is relentless. He's never forgotten. He's, 80, he's prosecuted or he's charged 85, no, 86 crimes. There's only one that he didn't get to see a conviction on, and it was her case. They actually brought a case against her with uh, the murder, the husband, of, her husband, murder yeah. of her husband. And uh, and he just won't let it go. He will not let it go. He really um, has it in for her. And we're going to try to keep this episode fairly short because we don't want to give too much away about this movie because it is probably a much more underseen film than Misery because I'm sure we spoiled way too much in Misery. But Dolores Claiborne is underrated and you should see it because the twists and turns like any Stephen King novel or out of film adaptation are just excellent. And I think something really cool filmmaking wise of this movie, even though a lot of it does look kind of dated, I mean, there's a part where the sky, I don't know, there's a lot about a lunar eclipse in this, which is fine, but it just looks kind of goofy. But something that's really cool about this movie is the transitions because in present day, Dolores Claiborne and crazy Jennifer Jason Lee as my parents like to call her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. But 
they they don't have a great relationship as adults and she didn't like her mom growing up either but in the present day when she comes to save Dolores Claiborne and her mom it is just very gray and stark and everything like I don't think she's paid for the electricity in years it just looks gross in the house gross outside but then in the flashbacks somehow it transitions super seamlessly into this much more colored and vibrant palette. You know, David Strathern is there and he seems like a great dad at first, at first. And quickly you realize, oh, this guy is not too good. But you kind of get the idea, I think in those scenes, that Dolores is trying to make a good life for her daughter. Definitely. So that's why you, um, there seems to be some happiness in the household before everything happened. Agree. I'd have to say that, yeah, like you say, it's, it's, it's a well-made movie and it has good acting. It's not a great movie, mm-hmm. you know, but... What is good is the is the story, is the plot. The twists and turns keep surprising you, and they hold your interest, and they're not unbelievable. So that's why we don't want to give too much away, because I think the the great thing about the movie is what you'll watch, as you're watching it, the things that you'll see as you go along. And Kathy Bates did such a great job with the accent. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it yes. wasn't a Boston accent, which nobody ever gets right. It was a Maine accent. And that is an a- that's an actress for you, because we kept trying to do it as she was doing it. I, was like, I sounded I Australian. Yeah, you did. Every time you sound, yeah, you have any accent you do, it's always Australian. <laughs> and but. I think New England accents are kind of like Texas accents, where people almost always overdo yeah, it. Yeah, they try to but do Boston, but it's, not, Bo- it it's right. not just Boston. And no, They try to do all. New York, and that's not New York at all. It's a different type of accent, so kudos to her. But there's some really good scenes where she had where... Remember when her money that she thought she was making, she's working for peanuts, $5 a week for 20 years or whatever. And then one day it's not in the bank account and she lets that bank manager have it. <laughs> oh, she does. And you can sense thing. her rage, but yeah. she's justified. But you don't expect a woman like that to speak up for herself. And that right. probably yes. is at the, at the core of this too is... People probably didn't like her just because she was a strong person. Yeah, and that was the famous quote from the movie, right? Sometimes being a B-word, B-word is all a person has to hang on to, right? All a woman has to hang yeah. on to. So. Yeah, because her employer is the first one to say that. And Vera is the worst employer of all time. Yeah, she pays Kathy Bates nothing, 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 nothing. And yet... Kathy Bates, Dolores, I mean, she is just working for her tirelessly for 30 years. It's very confusing. And she treats her really badly, too. Yes. Disrespects But they also treat each other badly. You know, pretty quickly, Dolores decides to, yeah, Vera can have it. And it's very confusing why she stays working with her. But then it's just such a brilliant point that Dolores and her daughter make that why wouldn't she have killed her earlier? Why did she decide to kill her after like 34 years of dutiful service, you know? That's one of the first good points they make to the investigators, yes. Well, and also one last thing. Referring to Jennifer Jason Lee is crazy. No offense to to her because it just shows what a good actress she is. She plays that role so well. She played it in Single White Female. She played it in in Revenge, where she was the mom of of the main character. Best show ever. Yeah, and she really plays that role pretty well, where she's just right on the edge of sanity, and she does such such a good job on that. You know, this is a super random fact, but I just remember this. Jennifer Jason Leigh is actually 
the Scarlett Johansson character in Marriage Story. It's based on her. Really? Yeah. Her and Noah Baumbach were married for like eight years. Really? Yeah. And then they had like a divorce, kind of like the Marriage Story one. But yeah, that has nothing to do with Dolores Claiborne, but that's just a fun fact for you. However, I just still find it so amazing that Stephen King just pumps out these insane stories and they're all so different. Yeah, this had nothing to do with horror. There was a lot of suspense, for sure. Yeah. Uh, thriller. There wasn't some guy with an axe running around. Or the Predator, you know? Okay, he did not write the Predator. No, I know, but the Predator didn't show up in this. Because that would be interesting. Predator and Stephen King. Ah. Predator and Dolores Claiborne. I think Dolores would win that one. Uh, yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I got a feeling she might. I'd take Dolores with the rolling pin on the staircase. Yeah. Me too. Nice clue reference. I like that. Very nice. Let's get into ratings because, again, we do not want to spoil this movie for y'all. Go watch it. It's on HBO Max right now. Again, starring Kathy Bates. And Taylor Hackford is the director of this movie. He actually was nominated for Best Director and Best Picture for... Do you know what film, Dad? Ray. Ray. Yes. Yes. Papa knows his film history. Good job. But let's get into ratings. Did he make Officer and a Gentleman? He might have. And he's married to, or he was, I think he passed away. He's married to Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah. For a long time, yeah. Nice. Well, ratings. How many rolling pins would we give Dolores Claiborne? I would give it a three and a half. Okay. I think maybe just, it's a little bit trite in a way. I mean, some of the scenes and everything. Um, But... It was a really good story. So um, story-wise, maybe plot-wise, I'd give it a four and a half. But uh, overall, three and a half rolling pins. I'd give it four rolling pins out of five. Right, we're doing out of five. Uh, Because, mostly because of her accent. I mean, it was just, (laughs) I just was amazed by it. I can't, you know, we do any kind of accent, as Liv said. It sounds Australian, but I mean, that's what, again, acting is more than just doing an accent, but... She was like, she was that character, and that's so yes. rare to see that, you know, these days. I, you know, I wonder if, you know, the, the younger uh, stars even would ever watch a movie like this. And, st- cause, and that shows her Broadway roots, right? She was a big, big theater person, so that's exactly where she got that. that. Well, and she just seems, she seems like such a real person, and she seems like a very unlikable person and yet you kind of like her yeah i mean which is really i don't know exactly how actresses do that but you really care about the character and yet you knew you know that if you knew her in real life yeah would not in, in like real her. life you'd cross the street uh, rather exactly. than cross paths with her but still you you want you root for her yeah and kathy bates really does transform without physically transforming which is so rare in actors now i think recently tyler and i mentioned on the nope podcast that daniel kaluuya can also do that because, I mean, Kathy Bates, she doesn't change her, you know, her weight or her hair or anything like that. But you just know, okay, yeah, that's Dolores Claiborne or that is Annie from Misery, you know. It's just very apparent. So on that note, I think I would give it four out of five rolling pins also because I think it was well done. It hasn't aged as well as Misery or some other Stephen King adaptations. But it's still a good time and I recommend it a ton. Follow us on Instagram at Strange Love of Media and visit our website, strangelovemovies.com. And before you go, remember to keep asking questions on our website because we want to hear from you or just DM us on Instagram, whatever's easier for you. But we love to hear from y'all because it makes us feel like we are actually have an audience. 
And to the guy in Germany listening, he's been there since the beginning. Yeah, shout out. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>